0: bad news
1: bad news for the state
0: bad news for capital bad news for patriarchy bad news for all forms of domination bad news angry voices from around the world our monthly info show from anarchist and anti-authoritarian radio projects worldwide
1: if these news are bad, I don't want to be good
2: Αλλάξα τη να φτιάξει την πίκρα, να βραδίσει εξήλιξη και βλέπει Στο τόμα στο τόμα του το λίγο. Δεν ξέρει το αυτό, μονάχα το έχω. και
3: hello and welcome to the 16th edition of bad news angry voices from around the world a commonly produced monthly show of the anarchist and anti-authoritarian radio network on this occasion composed by free social radio 1431 am in Thessaloniki. In this episode, we will hear contributions from Anarchist Radio Berlin prepared a piece on the anti-racist football tournament in Ljubljana 2022. Free Social Radio 1431 AM prepared a briefing about the Malamatina factory workers' strike in Thessaloniki and the release of political prisoners Georgiou Bulgarian Panos Kalaitzis. Frequenza prepared an interview with anarchist collective Feral Feral Crust, based in Manila Davao in Philippines, about their work, anarchism and the current situation there. Please enjoy.
2: I don't know what you want, but you're pretty. Next time you're playing, I'll put my gun to your head. I'm not kidding, I'm not serious. I'm not just a guy with a gun. I'm a man with a gun, and I don't Το σκηνί ελα κόμμα, το 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 το
4: is our 8th um, anti-racist football tournament. We organize them twice a year, once in Ljubljana
0: and once in Zagorje. So uh, I like this tournament and I'm nine years uh, in organizing uh, the football matches, uh, especially the referees, so uh, we can uh, have uh, this uh, one-of-a-kind uh, football tournament in Slovenia.
4: This is kind of to celebrate our principles, but in a like, light, fun way, to enjoy ourselves, to relax, play some football, have some other activities like children's corners. And everybody is, of course, welcome to participate. Every year we have some different teams that also, also support this cause. And it's just like this beautiful day of the year.
0: This tournament is special because the, the football teams are mixed and the diversity of the football is here in, in this tournament, so everyone can play, kids, uh, women, male, bit uh, everyone in the same equip. And that's important uh, because we are here for football, not for uh, money, because football is uh, the biggest uh, sport in the world and today it's uh, too much money involved in football. I can say that uh, players, uh, they accept uh, referees and uh, rules, because they are simple rules. We don't enforce strict rules, so everything is flexible. Only the big uh, mistakes, we must uh, have penalties there. For example, uh, we had only three yellow cards uh, today. You have really a lot of matches, but uh, it's friendly and uh, in the spirit of fair play, and that's most important thing: fair play.
4: Some players are, are also professional, but we try to encourage that everybody can play. So sometimes we have. Teams that have never even played football before, some are really on a high level, but we try to encourage like this sports behavior, so there's no rivalry and like arguing and fighting on the court. So just like it's for everybody.
5: I
0: really like the atmosphere.
3: We are
0: standing in front of a very nice building with pillars and ornaments.
3: Some stairs
0: go up and there are real trophies in bronze, silver and gold.
3: Bronze, silver gold.
6: we are da homophobia, transphobia, racism and Terzo posto sotocrato sfoiri i nostri stari znanci, fratje antinazionale!
2: Bravo tutti anti fascisti! Siamo tutti anti fascisti!
0: model is uh, against racism and against all divisions in the society, so the football tournament is opposite of that, everyone is welcome, everyone can play, so let's play football.
2: Awesome.
3: Greetings from Greece, from Free Social Radio, 1431 AM. For several continuous days since the end of August, the workers of Malamatina, a Greek alcohol factory, gathered outside the factory, continuing their struggle demanding the revocation of the 15 dismissal of their colleagues, the end of the prosecution against their trade union representatives, and the signing of an operational collective labor agreement. At the same time, they held a press conference informing about the current situation regarding the factory and the blackmailing of the new employer towards the old workers. The workers' general assembly decided to hold a strike until the 31 of August. In the face of the vulgar blackmail, the persecution of the union representatives, and the repression by the police forces, workers and solidarists gather at the Malamatina factory every day, protecting the strike and the struggle against ownership. They proceeded to a press conference where they explained how the company went bankrupt and was given debts. They informed about the new ownership's continuous blackmailing against the old workers and the employers' general attempt to eliminate the union by firing its members. Their aim is to recruit new workers on two and three month contracts, unskilled workers, effectively multiplying the risk of industrial accidents, thereby reducing costs and having the possibility of blackmailing new workers by not renewing their contracts. Mm -hmm. At the 30th of August, after seven months of pre incarceration, at the six-month hearing process, it was decided that political prisoners Georgia Vulgari and Panos Kalaitzis would be set free until their trial. The two of them, along with Thanos Kaziagelou, were arrested at the 8th of February and are being prosecuted for the case of the organization of anarchist action after a series of arson attacks. Waiting for the trial, Kalaitzis is not allowed to leave the country and has to show up at the police station twice a month vulgarary is constrained in her house by an electronic bracelet hado remains fully imprisoned this advancement is a good indication of the accusations of the state about the three collapsing at the trial the trial is supposed to start within a year freedom to all political prisoners until all are free no one is free
1: Can you maybe first introduce yourself and from the name of which collective are you talking with us today?
5: Hi there Frequency A and to all the listeners. Solidarity greetings from the Philippines. This is Nika and Mel. We run Feral Crust Collective.
1: At the end of 2020, your collective were looking for funds to buy a car and build a second house. Can you tell us about Feral Crust info center and community? What it is and what are your projects at the moment in
5: 2012 we started as an anarchist info shop in taguig metro manila by 2016 we moved to Davao city to pursue our idea of setting up a land project that is closer to nature and a bit off from the city a year later in 2017 with the help of comrades from the local and international autonomous network who supported us financially we then got a small piece of land located in remaining forests of Marilog in the rural area of the city. It was also the time where we eventually got inspired with ecological anarchist politics and alternatives such as rewilding and permaculture and other strategies and ways to decolonize while being immersed directly to the land base or nature. Project wise, we're currently working on house construction more spacious than the first house that we had. The house is intended for volunteers and guests, comrades and visitors, for them to have a space to stay, to meet, to rest and to sleep on. Every time we visit a space twice a month, we work on weeding and mulching the ground of our area to prepare garden plots. We also did some small earthworks like digging and creating swales, using hand tools, we also planted some trees and bamboo within the boundary and generally organizing related structures within the site. We never had big dreams about our land project, just a basic simple homestead, a uh, communal and info space, but are more rural based. As a land project, ideally, we strive to have a stable ecosystem guided by permaculture approach and practices. We are also interested in learning and practicing nature-related skills. We also would like to engage in cooperation work and projects with both local and non-local people to further improve bonding and friendship, cultural awareness, and solidarity. We thought that having a kind of a permaculture demonstration site and educational space will attract local people in the area and surrounding villages like local farmers and indigenous people, including the youth and children.
1: Wow, that sounds like an amazing project. Can you tell us what is your concrete approach to being a community-based project? How is the neighborhood involved?
5: Most of the people who help us work in the land were mainly our comrades. In the local DIY punk and anarchist community, our network, we do have few local friends with both farmers and indigenous people. Some are neighbors who also give their time in helping us work in the land, share to us their skills like making traditional baskets and handicrafts and also hike with us in the woods and had taught us some wild plant identification and other nature related stuff. Even though they were also settler in the place just like us, they had lived there for so many years already so we are luckily had learned a bit of wisdom and direct knowledge from them about the subsistence living and awareness about the social and ecological situation in the area. We believe that listening and honoring the stories of the place and people, motivated by respect and gratitude, will eventually lead to a shared and common understanding and essence of solidarity. In terms of interpersonal, relationship among the local people and community. Most folks and residents in the forest work all the time at their own piece of land. When we came to the place in 2017 from time to time we made friends and got to know some local people in the area which matters most to us in creating a kind of mutual relationship, trust and connection. Some of our local farmer friends supported, supported our Food palms action in the city by donating their vegetables produced during the time of pandemic and lockdowns, where food is vitally needed during those times.
1: Before the recent elections, in recent elections, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., the son of the former dictator Marcos, was elected as president. What will change? if anything. And what does this change at the top mean for the Philippine politics in general?
6: Most people from the leftist scene, as much as the anarchist folks with left-leaning tendencies since the time of election campaign, had waged a protest against Marcus Jr. being elected as president due to his uh, son of Ferdinand Marcos Sr. who became uh, president for 20 plus years from 1965 to 1986 and was a known corrupt leader in a former dictator. Martial law was imposed during Marcos Sr. administration and by that time many resistors from the left in the New People's Army, an armed wing of the Communist Party of the Philippines, they were brutally repressed, detained, tortured and many of them got killed and many people also disappeared and not gotten back to their family. Furthermore, resource-extractive industries such as the introduction of the so-called Green Revolution, agribusiness and biotechnology, building of dams and timber exportation, paved the way for massive deforestation and displacement of indigenous people from their ancestral lands under the Marcos senior regime. Today, many critics of Ferdinand Marcus Jr. believed that at the time of his electoral campaign early this year, the brutal crimes committed by the Marcuses in relation to martial law decades ago was fully twisted and distorted by means of current mainstream media, on television, also on social media that resulted to the Marcuses family instantly became good personalities instead of a tyrant. Marcos's history of corruption and the money they plundered in the past was still under family's bank account and Imelda Marcos, the mother of Marcos Jr., was recently being acquitted and cleared of such crime of corruption by the Supreme Court. During the election campaign, the Marcoses spends tons of money millions of money via vote buying and other kinds of elitist manipulation to secure power enabling Marcos Jr. to gain the presidential position last May. The vote buying here is just relevant where growing poverty resides. Even though electoral politics in the Philippines is truly a farce, majority of the population still believe in leaders in political institutions for reforms and change in the hope to better their lives or eliminate corruption or crime or whatsoever as promised by reformers and politicians but all to no avail of course. It's still the same situation within representative politics everywhere worldwide since all the politicians elites from past years of administration until today are still sitting in political throne and hierarchy. They hold all government departments and the natural resources of the country and continues to accumulate wealth and tax people while spending lots, lots of money for nonsense industrial infrastructure and developments for military arms, security and checkpoints and other technology and tools of repression and other crazy stuff that is an anti thesis to a peaceful and sane living.
1: Can you tell us more about anarchism in the Philippines and other projects active there? Is there a history of non-western anarchism or libertarian practices?
6: Most local people who adhere to anarchism comes from the DIY punk movement and others comes from the Communist left scene, mainly those individuals who were disillusioned of the hierarchy and authoritarian nature of the centralized left. Other comes from the art and music scene and various loose subcultures. For more than a decade, food, Not Bombs action is undertaken by local DIY punks in many cities and towns of the archipelago. Till today Local food net Bombs chapters is growing, uh, adhering to the politics of culture of sharing, horizontality, and mutual aid without any leaders or any representative of the movement. Many social centers and info shops also existed for more than a decade already, particularly in places located in the National Capital Region. Social centers and info shops are mostly run collectively. Other collective projects are into DIY media, arts, and organization of events, gigs, and outdoor gathering. There is also an anarchist formation of a more loose and informal network called Local Autonomous Network or LAN. Involved in various campaigns in the past such as Sagada 11 Prisoner Support Campaign, the annual protest of the State of the Nation addressed by the President, anti-G8 protests, Occupy Luneta and related events such as autonomous anarchy festivals and eco-gatherings and anti-state, anti-capitalist street demonstrations and protests, the SCA or Sining Kalikasan-Aklasan is an annual ecological and art street action organized by the local autonomous network in coordination with other anti-authoritarian groups and individuals. Recent food Not bombs and really really free market action was held in Paki Laguna, in coordination and solidarity with the local people there who oppose against Ahunan Dam project. It's an action between anarchist collectives, namely Defend Ecology Network and the local people's organization in Pakil, who opposed the dam project at their own town. Meanwhile, in Bacolod City in the Visayas region, the anarchist collectives there had taken some action against the road construction in an eco-protected park in bulacan the anarchist collectives there also has made an action against an airport construction project so a recent anarchist gathering happened in bulacan as well like months ago the anarchist project and campaigns are currently active especially in the national capital region and some provinces in luzon and also in baculod and in visayas region also many Anarchist collectives and individuals are also involved in helping people during aftermath of natural calamities such as typhoon and earthquake, floods and fire incidents. During the pandemic and lockdown, the community pantry was founded nationwide and it sprung and the Food Not Bombs groups had been there to help people with free food and provision of medicines and other basic necessities. Mutual exchange in the grassroots level was really helpful and alive during the aftermath of calamities and during the pandemic.
1: And what kind of solidarity your project is needing? Can you share how people can get to know you?
6: If people want to support our project, it would be best if they could personally come to our space and help us on the project hands-on. People that had actual experiences on permaculture and land management, such as gardeners, farmers, natural builders, carpentry, artisans, crops people, herbalists, indigenous traditional knowledge, and other related skills for subsistence, we are grateful to learn from, to experience, and to share knowledge and affinity with. It could provide an empowering community that will help in healing the land and people in terms of self determination and autonomy and positivity on the physical, psychological, and spiritual level. Our land project is also run by donations, so, monetary wise or material wise, if people want to help along this matter, we highly appreciate that and will always be a huge help to achieve some of our goals. To us, our space is more about life experiences and reconnection with nature. And we gladly wish to welcome our doors to everyone, to those who need it, and to those who feel the same. If you wish to help and connect and be part of our land project initiative, kindly email us at feralcross at net. We do have a Facebook page as well called uh, Feral Cross Info Shop.
1: Thank you so much for finding time to... Talk with us to share your experiences and we wish you thanks and all the best to your project.
6: In behalf of Nika, thank you so much for the
2: interview, comrades. Uh, We so highly appreciate it.